hello and welcome to Worker Placement, the gaming podcast that's recorded while I drive to work. I am your host, Jake Telepic. It is Thursday. Thursday means Thursday breakdown. Let's get into it. Today's Thursday breakdown is of a board game that is licensed. Uh, It is a very popular, I believe it is the most popular video game in the world. It is based off of the characters and world of League of Legends, the MOBA by Riot Games. And it is a board game called Mechs vs. Minions. Now, first of all, if you don't know anything about this game, it has nothing to do with League of Legends, the game. Um, It's nothing like it. It's not like playing League of Legends on a board game. It is its very own separate thing. Okay, that preface out of the way, let's dive into Max vs. Minions. So, in the game, you take the role of one of the four uh, Yordles, uh, which is the race of these midgets in, in the League of Legends world, and you'll be piloting a mech. Alright, so there's a, a Yordle named Rumble, and he's teaching all of your characters how to pilot mechs. And so what's happening is uh, there are different missions with different objectives. So there's like, I think, 11 or 12 missions in the box. And all they are are different scenarios for you to complete. And they have slightly different mission objectives. But the general gameplay is that players program their mech. So in front of each player, they're going to have a board of six slots. And on their turn, they're going to draw a card from a shared pool. And they're going to put it into their one of their slots. Then they're going to activate their entire board from left to right one at a time and resolve each of the actions in those slots. So you're planning ahead. You're trying to make your your uh, programming work for you. And the gist of the game is that the minions are constantly spawning. So it's like wave clearing, wave defense. And then there's some objectives in the box. For example, some of the missions you have to collect all these gems. Some of the missions you have to... Uh, destroy a certain uh, minion. Certain rounds you need to push a bomb or pull a bomb or move a bomb. Uh, Some missions you just need to get somewhere before dying. Uh, So that uh, that is the gist of what's going on. Let's dive into uh, a little bit more detail of what makes this game tick. So the each round they're going to you're going to pass the first player token and the first player is going to lay out five cards, okay? Five uh, cards from a center deck. And in that deck there are four different suits and of each suit there are three different types of cards. Now the types of cards are static across the board. There is a movement type of card, 
there is a weaponry type of card, and there is a turning type of card. And so that creates a grand total of 12 unique cards in the deck. But here's the cool thing. As you're taking cards in the drafting phase, you can place them on top of other cards that are already in your programming area. So let's say in slot one, I have a, a, a red or a fire move forward card. If I place another fire card, it doesn't have to be moved. Let's say, I, but let's say I do place a move fire on top of that. I actually get a better version of the fire move ability because I have two fire cards instead of just one. So you can stack up to three cards in a slot, and based on the symbols that are there, you can get a better movement or version of the ability. So uh, that that adds up very quickly and it can be very important being able to get big movements or being able to turn more effectively or being able to target and destroy more minions uh, given whatever your attack power might be. Now once the players have drafted, placed, and then activated their mechs, then the board gets its turn to move. So the first thing that happens is minions will move, okay? And they move according each mission has a different move set for the minions. So it will tell you how they move. So sometimes they always move towards one spot. Sometimes you're going to roll a die and there's like a little compass and it's going to tell you what direction the minions are going to move. Sometimes they just move towards a person. It's all depending on the scenario and how the minions are programmed. So you'll move the minions, and then they'll attack. And this is a really cool part of this game. Because when the minions attack, you don't just have a health bar that goes down. Instead, what happens is you draw malfunction cards. And the malfunction cards, there's two different types. There's placed malfunction cards, and there's activated malfunction cards. Activated malfunction cards, you do whatever the malfunction tells you to do, and then you throw it away. Placed malfunction cards actually go into the slots of your programming board and create havoc later. So what do I mean? Well, let's say that you've built, it's later in the game, and you've built up this nice six-move uh, six programmed board. And uh, you're all excited for your next turn, and then you get hit by a minion, and you draw a malfunction card, and it says, put this on your board. So you roll a die, a one to six die, and uh, there, there you go. There's the ambulance. Uh, you roll a one to six die, and you'll place it into the slot that you roll. So let's say it goes into your first slot. Well, the card might say, turn 90 degrees. Well, maybe you didn't want to turn 90 degrees to the right or whatever. So now you have to. There is now you do get to manage your your uh, programming board uh, before your next turn because each of the suits 
by drafting it, and instead of putting it into your programming board, you can actually manipulate your programming board. So two of the suits, if you take them and throw them away instead of placing them, they'll allow you to switch slots on your, your board. So you can like flip-flop slots one and three. The other two suits, if you throw them away instead of placing them, will allow you to remove malfunction cards from your programming board. So you do get the option, but it also limits you because you don't get that, that movement or that power of that card you drafted. You just get to remove bad things or reorganize your, your programming board. So uh, it, it, you know, if you do that too much, you'll never be able to move and you won't be effective in the mission at all. So, all right. So that's pretty much the game. Uh, there are some scenario conditions that create chaos and havoc and they're a lot of fun. And I won't spoil anything in the box for you because it's just a really cool uh, experience, especially if you just follow the rules of the, the scenarios and do exactly what they tell you to do. Um, it's hard. I'll tell you, it, it, it gets hard. So anyways, so let's break down the little elements of this game. First of all, it's a miniatures game. It's a huge box. It's got tons of these little minions in it, and they're beautiful. It's not just one minion over and over again. You've got like six or seven different designs of minions. They're all really neat. Plus, the fully colored uh, mech miniatures of your characters are amazing. The production quality here is insane. I, I know I don't normally talk about production quality because we're, we're more of a design blog here, but uh, the production quality on this game is out of this world, and if you can get a copy, I highly recommend it because it is very nice. All right, uh, as far as the game goes... Uh, I think it's I think it's really good. Good. I like programming games. Uh, I'm not a, I'm not over the moon about programming games, but I think that they are really cool. They have some neat things to offer, and this one works particularly well because it's cooperative. Okay, cooperative games are um, they they're very. I like cooperative games a lot, and I think that they offer people who are maybe intimidated by board games an opportunity to play something that uh, isn't stressful because you can be helped and there's no shame in being helped. So I do very much like uh, that this is a cooperative programming game because programming games can be frustrating if everything you're trying to do just gets blocked by either the game or the other players. So it's a good use of that mechanism uh, and I just think that uh, you know, Max vs. Minions uh, utilizes this in a particularly awesome fashion because it simplifies, it very much boils down the system, but at the same time, you have plenty of uh, room to strategize and get very, very talented at uh, building your tableau. Uh, I've played probably 25 games of this and I'm not bored of it. I will enjoy every game I play going forward because every time it's a new crazy round because, and I forgot to mention this earlier, when you pick a character, they have a tiny deck of augmentation cards 
that are cards that are limited to just you. And you get to pick two of them to take with you into battle. And those are crazy cool cards. They add some really neat elements to your character and to the game and make each character feel very flavorful and unique. Now, every time you kill minions, they're going to go onto the sideboard that you use as a tracker for some game elements as well as uh, your kill tracker. And every time you kill five minions, you're going to move this gear up on the gear track. Now, the gear track, what this does is as it moves up, it's going to unlock those personal cards for you. So you might take a strong personal card, but it unlocks at level 10, which could take a long bit of time to get into in the game. And so you may opt to take a weaker card that your character has access to because you'll get access to it earlier. So uh, that's definitely always a thought you have to take into consideration when choosing those cards. But some of those cards are super strong. Also, if you're able to get your gear to 15, which is 45 minion kills, then you are able to... I unlock a unique overpower ability for every character that they have that is really powerful and very helpful. For example, one of the characters, his ability is just repair a slot for any character every round. Wow, wow, wee, wow, wowie. It's so good. So good. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, that's really the whole game. There's. I wish that I could talk more about the scenarios. I think that the scenarios are not balanced, meaning that you can play one scenario that's very easy and the next one be ridiculously hard and the next one be back to kind of easy. I don't think that the game scales the difficulty extremely well. I think that, uh, but that's because it's trying to change up the variety of the missions rather than the difficulty because certain types of missions are easier than others. So... Just bear that in mind that the difficulty scaling of the scenarios, if you play them in order, is not linear. It's not linear at all. It's based off of the scenario type. So bear that in mind that that was a design decision that they made to make variety more important than scaling. And I'm okay with that. Uh, If I won every single game of a cooperative game, it wouldn't be very fun. So there needs to be some challenge. I would say I win this game uh, 73%. 30 would be the split that I would say you win this game. Uh, that might be a little generous, but I want to err on the side of caution and say that you're definitely going to have more victories than losses, for sure, in this game. Just because uh, the game is built to give you some flexibility, and um, yeah. Also, the game has a good community on- online where you can find custom-made scenarios as well. So I would say this is a thumbs up. It might be a diff- little bit difficult to, to get a hold of. I don't know if Riot still has copies of it available on their store, but definitely go check it out at Riot Merch and uh, see if you can get a copy. It's definitely worth it. I mean, it's only 75 bucks, and this game is easily worth 150 I mean, I'll just be honest with you. It's worth $150. So go check it out or find somebody who has a copy, see if they're willing to play it with you, uh, even though, you know, they, they don't like you and you're a huge dweeb. So, um, yeah. What do you think about Max vs. Minions? Have you played it? Have you not played it? Uh, the expansion, I believe, is supposed to come out this year, probably towards the second half of the year. So I'll be keeping my eyes open for that because that will be super exciting 
I'll be interested to see what they add. I hope that they add an, at least another character. Uh, not that I'm bored of the characters that are in the box, but that I think I would like more variety in that character choice. Um, and then, you know, I, at least one new ener- or like energy type. So there's four in the box, and I would like to see a fifth one added in the expansion as well. That Those are my hopes and dreams, though. So uh, I will definitely be purchasing it. That's for sure, though. So anyways, hit me up at TLAP on Twitter, Jake Tlapic on Instagram, or go to www.tlap.com. Leave your comments and listen to all the episodes. Uh, thanks again to Anchor FM for hosting, and I will talk to you tomorrow. We'll have Game Bag and some other topic, I think I'm going to do a casual concept tomorrow. It should be kind of fun. All right, guys. Uh, until tomorrow, remember to play games and, most importantly, have fun. Adios.